everyone, welcome to Podmas day 22. We are coming into the final home stretch. So I'm gonna give you a sneak peek of what we have planned. Today's episode, we are gonna be talking about like my favorite apps for mobile creation, for photo creation. And then tomorrow we're gonna be talking about a video app and what I use to kind of create my videos and my favorite ones. And then the last one is gonna be uh, Christmas day. I'm just gonna have some Christmas day recommendations for basically equipment that you use for when you're making videos. And maybe it's perfect timing because maybe you've gotten some gift cards or some fun um, money for Christmas and you're thinking of maybe a few things to pick up. So that's kind of where I'm headed with this. Let's go ahead and dive in. I hope you were here yesterday and we were talking about mistakes that I've made and um, and things that I've learned so far that I wish I had done differently when I was starting YouTube. So I definitely want to also do an episode. It may have to be a Canada Boxing Day type special edition where we talk about reasons about making a channel. And I just think I might do that as a bonus episode. So if you are into it, that would be awesome. Let's go ahead and jump into today's um, topic. And that is my favorite apps for creation that is focused more on photos. So the first one I'm gonna say is PicMonkey. I would say probably my favorite feature about PicMonkey, honestly, and I know it's such a weird thing. They are one of the only mobile app platform thing that you can use where if you have a photo that has been taken in a widescreen type format, you know, so it's horizontal instead of vertical, it is one of the few photo programs that I've found that will still allow you to do a four by five ratio of um, a frame, like cut out for cropping. And like for your iPhone, you can only do a four by five if you already shot the photo in a vertical mode, but PicMonkey, like I said, is one of the few apps that actually still allows you to have that orientation and not have taking the photo that way. So that's probably one of my very favorite features about it. Then they have some great stuff. You know, you can use like skin smoothing and teeth whitening and auto and all that. But I have to say, honestly, that is my favorite feature about PicMonkey um, for the mobile app. And I have to say the mobile app is still a little bit lacking from what you can do on the desktop app. And the biggest thing that I wish that they supported on mobile as well is the ability to use your own custom fonts because I have a, a custom font that I use and it on the desktop I can use it but on the app I can't so that's kind of frustrating but other than that that's it's still um, one of my first apps that I'll use and then the next one I will use Adobe Lightroom CC as the mobile app so I do pay monthly for Photoshop and Lightroom access and then when you pay for that you also get access to the mobile apps so I really enjoy uh, Adobe Lightroom because I just will go in it's basically and use like the HSL type the the color grading on that I find is probably better than other apps or at least I know how to use it more on that. So this is gonna sound like so high maintenance, which is funny because I don't even do a ton of photos on my phone and, and I don't post very regularly on Instagram, but I'm just telling you the tools that I use when I'm using my phone and everything. And so I guess a lot of this is about apps for creation on your mobile phone. And I guess I could do a separate one. I mean, the, the only difference that I really use on my computer, my laptop is I use the full uh, Photoshop and that's pretty much um, Photoshop or PicMonkey, the web browser in Chrome. Those are the two programs I use when I'm on my laptop. So everything else that I'm referring to, I'm talking about on my phone. Hope that makes sense. Okay, so Adobe Lightroom, um, I do use that for mainly the color grading. If you're ever looking through my camera roll, you'll see I have like not just five photos of, you know, something that's very similar, but it's actually five different photos after I've run it through different programs. And that's high maintenance, but I kind of like the way that it ends up. And it's just probably because I don't know the apps as well as some other apps. And so I know how to do one thing in a certain app. So I'll do that and I'll save it. And then I'll open up in the next app that I know how to do something and I'll save it. So you see where I'm going with this. Uh, Adobe Lightroom I do for a lot of my color correction. Visco, which is V-S-C-O, is another app that I use um, mainly for the pre-done filters that they have. I think a lot of Instagram people, they all use the like HB1 filter or HB2. And it's it's nice because it has like a nice white background usually and they kind of do a certain thing with colors. And I, I like the way that it looks a lot of the time. So I'll take a photo that I've already tuned inside of, you know, the iPhone app itself. I'll usually mess with stuff there first and get it to 
to kind of how I like it and then I'll throw it through Adobe and then I'll throw it through Visco. And I know it sounds high maintenance, but that's just my process. That's the way I like to do it. So Visco I use mainly for the HB1 filter. That's my favorite filter. HB2 sometimes, but it's usually HB1. Every once in a while, occasionally I'll use Snapseed and Snapseed is a little bit more robust than like the PicMonkey app for sure. But I know there's a lot of cool things that you can do in Snapseed, but I don't know a ton about how to use Snapseed. But I know some people use it, you know, for adjusting the color on your legs or just different things like that because the color control is like pretty good. Um, I admit I don't know how to use it a ton, but when I have used it, it's worked well. And then um, the next one is going to be Lumiere. And Lumiere is kind of a cool thing where basically you can take a photo and you can kind of animate it a little bit. Like if you wanted to make it look like it was snowing in the background or if you had little like fairy lights that were coming down and it's kind of adding some motion. If you had a cup of coffee and you wanted to have like some little steam coming up out of it or you had like a picture with clouds and you wanted the clouds to kind of look like they were moving or you're on water and you want the water to look like it's kind of moving. Lumiere is kind of good for that. I believe I did pay for Lumiere. I think it was like $1.99 or maybe at most $3 and it was just to remove the watermark that it has on it and I thought it was worth it. So um, and the ability to add like maybe two layers of little twinkle lights or something like that instead of just one to give it more dimension or size. So I have paid for that. Everything else that I've used so far um, is free except for, you know, the reason I have the Adobe Lightroom CC app is because I currently have the subscription service to the desktop app. The next one is going to be a new app that I just discovered is called Retouch. A lot of the time what I end up doing is I try to use something like in Facetune or in Snapseed where I do like a patch where you can kind of paste an area kind of like sampling from another area and actually Retouch, I just started using it and it's a place where you can kind of like delete things like if it was like power line running through something or something like um, that you wanted to try and erase out of a photo. I'm just starting to get into this app. It's called Retouch and so far I am really liking it. And then the next app that I'm using is called Facetune. Everyone knows it. It's not like the second one, the, the upgraded version. It's just the regular Facetune. And the number one feature that I use in Facetune is like the whiten or um, what do they call it? It's the whiten or like the tones thing. So I can uh, make something like white. And then so a lot of the time if I have a background and you see like a wall and it's a dark gray or something like that, I can kind of color it in with my finger and it looks more white. And then like, it makes my pictures look more cohesive or I'll do like a photo like in kind of my light box setup for a product shot. And then I'll put it into Facetune and I'll make the background look really, really white and bright. That's probably the number one feature that I use in Facetune. The other thing that I use in Facetune similar to Snapseed is that patch tool. So there was a photo that I posted yesterday on Instagram and I did that where first of all the picture is like of a face cream on top of like what looks like a white fluffy towel or like a, a rug and the truth is that towel is brown and I was able to use the tones to turn it like white and then I was able to use um, a patch tool to basically I had it in my hand and I was able to try and replicate the towel in enough places to make it look like the entire thing was sitting on a towel instead of in my hand. And so I have a little video that's playing up on my Instagram that was posted yesterday if you want to see. And if you ever want to see how I did that, I would totally make a video on how I, it's not great. I'm not great at it, but if you wanted to see how I kind of did that, um, I was thinking about making a photo on, or a video on that because I actually just also made one on how to use the retouch. So um, I could make one on retouch and then I could make one with Facetune, kind of doing the same thing. Uh, the next app is called HypeType and HypeType is basically, I would use it most for doing Instagram stories where you can kind of animate text to come in in certain ways and look a little bit cuter. I believe you can sometimes add music that they have. It's only a small selection of music, you know, people that are licensing it to HypeType. And it's just kind of a cool way to have like animations with your text going on on screen. It kind of like helps to up and elevate your text on your picture. But truth be told, I don't use it very often because I'm not as active on my Instagram stories as I wish I was, but it's a really cool app. I believe I also paid for that one. It was maybe $3. It was a little bit more expensive, I believe, than the uh, Lumiere one, but I thought it was worth it 
because when I do use it, I've always enjoyed it. And then the next one, of course, I use the mobile app for Photoshop because I already am paying for it on the desktop. So I use all the same stuff really. And then the last one is Pixar or Fonto. Um, and the reason why I use those two in particular, those are two apps that I can use where I can import my custom fonts from my desktop. I can download them to my phone, anything like that. And then if I needed to make something on the go and I still wanted to use the same type of text, um, Pixar will let me and Fonto. Um, basically, which is like fonts on a photo is kind of how you think about it, Fonto. So if your picture's already done, you could then add your text onto it after that. So those are all the apps that I use for basically my mobile phone for, for photos. I don't use all 10 apps all the time on every single photo. Sometimes, like I said though, there's one feature and one thing that I like and I'll use that and then I will use, you know, another app to do another feature, another enhancement. So I hope that gives you some ideas of apps that you could be checking out. And if you have any questions on how to use them in particular or how I use them, make sure you drop it as a comment and we can totally talk about that in another video or episode and I will see you all tomorrow. Thanks guys for tuning in. Bye-bye. That's going to wrap it up for today's Podmas episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our time together, I would love it if you gave a five-star review on whatever listening platform you are tuning in from. I do not take our time together for granted. I know you could be anywhere and listening to anyone and you chose to spend your time with me and I really appreciate that. I will see you in a Podmas episode very soon. Thanks guys. Bye.